We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. College Football Week 3 is here, and we have the best of everything college football edition this week. That's right. I have KU, K-State, and Mizzou, and everything you need to know right here on the Best of Everything presented by Charlie Hustle. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. This week is going to be the best of everything college football that Kansas City Sports Network has to offer. I'm your host, Michaela Bennett, and this is the best of everything presented by Charlie Hustle. First up, K-State Mizzou just played last weekend, and K-State had a very big win against Mizzou. Now, what does that mean going forward? You know, can K-State keep up this momentum this week against Tulane? Well, Derek sat down this week with Deuce and had a little bit of conversation about what it means so far in the season, how he's feeling, what they need to do to continue the success on the field. So uh, here is Derek's conversation with uh, with the one and only Deuce Vaughn. Derek Young with the three mall conversation of the week again. Deuce Vaughn, a return guest, had you a couple of weeks ago. Yes, uh, that was before the season started. How do, you, how do you feel after two weeks? A little sore, but that's football. Uh, I'm feeling good, uh, ready to go, motivated. I'm excited for this next game. I know when we talked, I said, we almost said, you know, how hard is it not to peak at Missouri when you guys are getting ready to play South Dakota? Kind of the same situation. How hard is it not to peak at Oklahoma with Tulane on the schedule? It's actually not hard at all. Uh, just the mere fact that we played two really, really good games as uh, offense and a defense and some weather conditions and the way that we played as a football team was really good. So uh, understanding that the next game on our on our, our list or on our schedule is the most important one. Uh, understanding that the reason why we've been successful so far is the preparation and the work that we've put in throughout these past two weeks dating back to fall camp. It's one of the things as, as a program we kind of feel that we got we to gotta take it one step at a time, one day at a time. That's how we've been successful this far. Coach Kleiman kind of raved about you guys when we spoke to him earlier today and that he doesn't really have to remind you guys to do that at this point. Mm-hmm. Maybe in other teams in the past, you kind of got to put that in their ear, put that in their head, you know, and that you can't look ahead. Is, is the just the maturity level and leadership on this team just on another level right now that he's kind of just put confident to put it in your hands? Yes, sir. Um, 100%. I mean, it's funny because whenever I first got here, the culture that Coach Kleiman said he wanted to build, I've seen it being built. Uh, and, man, it's gotten to a point where we feel really good about it now. I mean, we have leaders in every single room uh, from 
quarterback to running back to tight end to uh, in the offensive line, the wide receiver group, and they kind of understand, everybody understands that this is the way that we do things, and this is the way that we're going to be successful this year and for years to come. So uh, to have that blueprint uh, established and to say this is how we get things done, to do it every single day, it's really, really exciting. We can reflect a little bit to the Missouri game, and, and really the story was having to kind of maneuver and operate through the delays and stuff like that. Uh, Coach Clement said it, it helps being the home team in those situations, probably because you have more resources at your disposal. But it probably that maturity kind of goes into it, too, because it didn't really look like you guys flinched at all. At all. Uh, it was one of those things where uh, we had talked about it the night before. It was going to be rain. It was probably going to be a little bit of lightning, but it's how we attack it, how we attack that adversity. And whoever does is going to win that football game. And it was one of those things in the captain's meeting that we had that Friday night. We kind of talked about it, and we understood that no matter what happens tomorrow, we have to stay on course. We have to stay uh, focused to what we have to do in the, the job at hand. That's winning that football game. So whenever things happen, we roll with the punches. I mean, we're inside having a full-on, uh, I guess, almost practice, uh, you you could say, inside the locker room, getting ready to go uh, for the game while we're in the 50th hour uh, delay. If you want to check out that full interview, it is on the 3 Ma podcast that you can check out on Kansas City Sports Network. And going into Mizzou, obviously that was a very rough game last week. Now, how do they move forward? What does their offense need to work on? And some are even asking... Do they hire someone to help Eli Drinkwitz? You know, Eli was brought in because he is very offensive mindset, but does he need a little bit of help? Uh, the guys on Mizzou That's Who talked about what are the next steps and should they bring in someone else to help Eli Drinkwitz in that position? Should they delegate that to someone else? What, what would Eli Drinkwitz even do then if they did hire someone to, you know, run the offense? What is your opinion on hiring an offensive mind and to put together to put together a game plan as opposed to drink being a BOC? What? Why they hire Eli Drinkwitz? Because uh, exactly he's an offensive mind. <laughs> he but doesn't have do a that. job if they do that. He does not have a job anymore if they have to hire somebody else to do that. Also, they have ten assistants. To hire someone, he has to fire one of them or demote one yep. of them, like yep. it, by NCAA rule. And I get it, but I just think play calling is way too easy of a culprit. Um, it throw it in there the with the bucket of slop of everything else we saw on Saturday, and it was an ingredient, but not the only one. Yeah that that was a that was a hot one. That was one I got a lot mm -hmm. of DMs about, and I mean. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. I've been on the we should have an no offensive coordinator train for a long time, and I understand why we brought him in. That but that's, that's literally that, – that, the equivalent is if, if somebody DM'd and said, hey, I really like your guys' podcast, but, like, could you hire somebody to host and produce it? <laughs> no, we have a guy that does that. <laughs> I mean, like, that's me. You can think he does a terrible <laughs> job at it if you want, but like, that literally is his job. Yeah, I'm yeah. Eli Drinkwitz in this situation. <laughs> blame, I know. If, if you hate this podcast, blame Tucker. It's my fault. It is my. <laughs> but what please if? Still, okay, so what if Tucker was? Rate, but what if Tucker wasn't doing that good of a job? Well, then they would fire him, right? And Josh Eipel. <laughs> right. I mean, they wouldn't say, yo, you, you kind of suck at this part of the job, but if you just want to sit here while the other guy does this part of the job, we will keep paying you. It's great. 
I have will a, call you the producer. You just won't actually be the producer. <laughs> this is this is the situation that I if you guys listen to this podcast, I don't know how much you follow Division Two football. Kind of the same situation that's going on with Northwest Missouri State. Um, actually, f- make this full circle. Uh, Adam Durrell, who's now the coach at Central Oklahoma, used to be the head coach of Abilene Christian, who was at Northwest. A lot of people, um, a lot of people were saying, "Hey, let's bring back Adam Durrell from Abilene Christian." And I said, "Well, what's the head coach now going to do?" They're like, "Well, we still want to make him the defensive coordinator. He can just be the defensive." He's not going to agree to that. That's like that's like that's like what is Drink's not going to agree to have somebody else run his offense and uh, no. somebody else come in and call plays. That's not. They're not going to be okay with that. That's just kind of right. the, the the situation. Although I, I'll be honest, if I could get paid the same amount and I could still be called the publisher, but I just had somebody else to do all the work, I actually mm. would agree to that. I don't know if Eli would, but I would agree to it. That's a good so, gig. So why do you think though that there's so many other programs, almost every other program in the country, that either has an offensive-minded head coach or a defensive-minded head coach, and they all have offensive coordinators or defensive it's, coordinators? I mean. A, at a lot of places, it's a meaningless title. I mean, Josh Henson is USC's offensive coordinator. He does not run USC's offense. Yeah, Lincoln, Lincoln Riley, Riley absolutely. But it gets Josh a little bit more money. It puts a title on him so that if somebody else is looking to hire a coach, they're like, oh, this guy's OC at USC. We can sell that. Uh, and the sec- it's just a personal prep. Like Mike Gundy calls his own plays. He doesn't have, he, he literally, if you watch Mike Gundy during an Oklahoma state game, I don't even think he knows when his defense is on the field. He's just over there drawing up plays, right? Mike Leach the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is what Eli, th- this is why he got hired. He got hired to be the offensive coordinator and the head coach. Um, and if he, if you think he's not like, I've seen people say, well, Desiree's got to go demand that he hires an offense that's not how this works guys you hire the coach to run his staff and to delegate as he sees fit and if he's not delegating in a way that you think is good enough then rather than go tell him you have to hire an offensive coordinator you just fire him and you hire a new head coach hey sorry to interrupt but i need to tell you about our friends at DraftKings. The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is officially live in Kansas just in time for football season. That means betting legally on same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, and more anytime and anywhere across the Sunflower State. To celebrate, DraftKings is giving new Kansas customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on anything and get $200 in free bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KCSN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. That's code KCSN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 800-522-4700. Must be 21 years or older. Physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility terms at DraftKings.com slash Kansas on behalf of Boot Hill Resort and Casino. Now, let's get back to the show. Maybe rather than just deciding that we need a different head coach at Mizzou, we should just take a step back, see what happens, fill in two games, and see if they can turn the season around. But a team that is doing very well, surprisingly well, um, is Kansas football. 
Now they're 2-0 and they're going to be playing Houston this week. Are the guys on both review riding with Kansas right now? Like, what are they taking for the lines? Do they think Kansas offense can pull this out? And what are they expecting going into week three against Houston? Uh, if if they can just if they can just you know start strong if they start strong against Houston if they play sixty complete minutes of football which I think will probably be one of the emphasis emphases 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 uh for this team I think that's that'll probably be one of the things that they're harping on this week is let's start strong let's let's start this game off on the right foot let's not shoot ourselves in the foot right off the bat I think those are the I think that's one of the point of emphasis I think going into Houston the good news is they've already played a true road game they're going to be more than prepared for the Houston crowd um the weather might be a little 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 little, uh, little moist down there for them uh a little hmm. hot down there for them that could be interesting um but I think I think this team, if they if they play fast, they play well off the top, and they don't beat themselves like they did those first two. They're going to be in this game all the way to the end. Um, I believe on DraftKings last line I saw was minus ten uh, for Houston. So Kansas plus ten points. Scott, before we get out of here, what is your score prediction for this game? That's a good question. Um... And I have a question for you in addition to that before we get out of here, too. Okay. One, th- one thing that you're looking for in addition to your score prediction. Okay. Um, no, so then you give us one thing you're looking for on the, in this side and this and then uh, – And then score, score prediction. Yeah. Um, I kind of think Kansas might win this game. Ooh! Which is a little spicy and not usually where I'm at. Like I had them losing to West Virginia. Um I, I'm, I'm really kind of borderline on this. Uh, I, I think this is the first time that the KU offense might hit some snags. I think we've been overdue a little bit for some Jalen Daniels, um, you know, forcing it a little bit. He did it a little in the first game, did a little in camp. He really didn't against West Virginia. I thought that was super impressive, especially in overtime. Uh, he had one play where he absolutely could have forced it down the field. Um, instead, took the check down, got the roughing the passer call, which you'd say he got bailed out. But I would say, hey, he put KU in a position that no matter what, uh, that they were going to get at worst a field goal. And that's not a plate like last year. Jalen Daniels throws that sucker in there and it might get picked off. Um, I didn't get a great look at the coverage downfield. So I want to see how Jalen Daniels handles that. want to see him make better decisions in zone read, triple option. Some of those plays are tricky because they're designed handoffs that are supposed to look like triple option or zone read. Um, so you can never like totally know, but I thought decision-making was questionable. So I want to I see him be better there. Hey, sorry to interrupt this podcast, but I've got to tell you about our friends at Liquid Death. You may start noticing that there are strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local store. Well, fear not. It's not actually beer. It really is mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called Liquid Death. Uh, No, Liquid Death. Why is it called Liquid Death, you're asking me? Uh, Well, it's because it'll brutally murder your thirst. That's what it says here on my sheet. And their infinitely recyclable Tallboy cans are helping bring death to plastic bottles. Something that you just absolutely love to see. They also donate 10% of their profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Love to see that as well. So this is what you got to do. You got to go to Liquid Death and find it at your local Woodman's 7-Eleven Roundies or Hy-Vee. I go to the Hy-Vee gas by my house here. I see it everywhere. 
good stuff. It's in sparkling water. It's in just regular water. You can find it anywhere. At, at Hy-Vee specifically is, is where I get it. Or you can go to Liquid Death and find a retailer uh, using their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash KCSN. That's liquiddeath.com slash KCSN. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends at Trade Coffee. Listen, if you've been listening to any KCSM podcast for a while, you know that we've really enjoyed using Trade Coffee. We've been getting coffee from them for quite some time. And here, they've got something cool this week. They've got a host collection. So if you go to drinktrade.com slash KCSN, you're going to get a little peek of what we've gotten from Trade Coffee. They're going to give you the beans that they've given us. And so you can try that out there. So make sure to go to drinktrade.com slash KCSN. You can see our own page. But the matter of fact is, the good thing about Trade is... No two coffees are alike, right? What I like, what you like, very different. Um, I know for a fact I've started to get into more more of the coffee. Nick Lecky, part of a network, big coffee head. He's been getting me into coffee recently, so I've been starting to drink it black, appreciate more of the flavors. And then I know for a fact that some people like it with cream, some people like it cold brewed, some people like the, the French press. I enjoy a nice French press coffee every now and again, but when I drink coffee, I want to drink the good stuff, and that's what Trade gives you. The Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters. That's small businesses who pay farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from all around the world. Whether your friends call you a coffee snob or you just know it when coffee tastes really perfect, Trade's real coffee experts personally taste over 450 roasts so they know exactly what to recommend for you. This is all you got to do is you just got to go on, answer a couple questions. You'll get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh to you as often as you like. No gimmicks. Trade offers a bag of freshly roasted coffee as whole beans, grounds, or or however you want to brew it all at home. And they guarantee you'll love your first order or they'll replace it for free. That's right. You'll love it or they'll replace it for free. Trade has delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive reviews. All right, here's what you got to do right now. Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off their first order plus free shipping. When you go to drinktrade.com slash KCSN, that's more than 40 cups of trade coffee for free. When you go to drinktrade.com slash KCSN, you'll see our host selection there. Go check that out. See if you want to, if you want to join and drink the coffee that we're drinking, come on by. And you can also get started by taking their quiz using that same link, drinktrade.com slash KCSN and let trade find a coffee that you, that they'll know that you will love. That's drinktrade.com dot com slash KCSN for thirty dollars off. Now let's get back to the show. The guys at Booth Review talked a lot about the offense. Now you can check out that full show on Kansas City Sports Network U for all our college content. But they talked about the offense and what the offense needs to do or continue doing to defeat Houston this week. On the flip side, the guys on Eight No Seats this week talked about the defense and how the defense needs to step up and what they need to do to ensure that Kansas plays a solid 60 minutes of football. Houston has a really good offense as well, and they're maybe better coached. So the defense needs to step up and actually play a bigger role this week is what the guys on Eight No Seats said. They also talked about how they're hoping that going forward, there ain't no seats at KU football. If you start out 3-0, they're hoping that the stadium is full, and this may be the year for the Jayhawks. It is scary that our offense is going to have to be pretty damn good every single week. Maybe not that good like we were, but and it's scary, too, that that game went to OT. We scored on six straight drives, 42 points, and we go to OT. But they've been finding ways to win. 
So Houston, Houston's a much better coach team. Um, Dude, they played in some big games so far, which sold Westfall. They played at Pitt, so I don't know. I just I think it's going to take a big time performance from our defense to win this game. Can Can I talk about Neil Brown for like thirty seconds? <laughs> sure. He is an, a humongous dork. <laughs> he is blamed. I they, love him. Yeah, they were zero and one. Obviously, this was a big game, so he was going to be on the ref's ass. But they're 0-2. They've lost the first two games of the year. He has blamed the refs on both games. After the pit game, I remember looking at that game. He blamed the refs. And then this game, he gets in the press conference and talks about the punt return where our guy runs by him. The ball didn't get oh. to the punt returner until five. he was five yards past him. That was awesome. Catch the I ball. that was an incredible play. Yeah, Catch the ball. That's what yeah. you do. You're a punt returner. You see Neil Brown running down the sideline. He's with his. Yeah, he is. And Great you're 0 2. Maybe you're going to, he's probably maybe going to lose his job. I mean, you shouldn't be 0 2. He's going to need Daniels. like a, a win over like OU or Texas to save his job. But um, with how much you don't do this, I do this, but I would have blamed the refs so much on Saturday. <laughs> it would have been frustrating. But then again, it's like our, you said it. We scored on six straight possessions and our defense mm-hmm. just, I mean, actually, I say that, but like our defense. We gave up a field goal up until the final drive in that second half. It was the defense was really bad the first half, but the second half they were fine. So it's crazy what winning can do. Like we always talk about this, what winning can do to a fan base. If we lose that game in overtime, we're pumped that we competed and we're going into Houston with some optimism. But now we're two and oh, we find a way to win that. And I just I kind of want to hear scenarios from you if we do go into Houston and win. Like what are what can you vision yourself thinking? Saturday at around six, if we end up beating Houston, you're three and zero. You come home for three games at the booth. I mean, Duke, Duke, Iowa State, TCU. What's going through getting, your head? You're getting forty thousand in the booth for eleven a.m. Duke, right? You got to. Uh, if we don't get forty, I'd be embarrassed. We had thirty-five at Tennessee Tech. I know, but eleven a.m. early game. Uh, people got kids' soccer games, but I do think a three and zero start. We're seeing, yeah, I mean. 45 is probably a better a better number to strive for at that point. But like, yeah, if we're just talking scenarios, like we're three and zero with our most arguably our second most winnable game on the schedule. Like, and Dukes look better than we thought they would. But dude, we would have a shot to be like this is how ahead of ourselves we get. But like, this is we are talking in a world where we beat Houston, folks. So let's just pretend we do it. We could. <laughs> Now we could end this week with both Kansas teams starting out undefeated. I don't know when that has actually happened. The last time that's happened that K-State and KU have been 3-0 starting the season. Someone let me know that. But this might be the week that that happens. So this has been the best of everything college football that we have to offer. Tune in to Kansas City Sports Network and you can get everything that you need to know on Kansas City Sports Network you for college football. I'm your host, Michaela Bennett, and this has been the best of everything. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. 
for the ones who get it done.